WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Wednesday, April 14, 2021. The Illinois Department of Public Health has called for a pause in use of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine following recommendations from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Both the CDC and FDA are looking into six reported cases of severe blood clots after individuals received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine out of a total 6 million Americans vaccinated by Johnson & Johnson. All Illinois COVID-19 providers should discontinue its use and opt for Moderna or Pfizer-BioNTech options instead, which are currently the most widely available vaccines in Illinois. Any individual who has already received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine should monitor themselves for severe headache, abdominal pain, leg pain, or shortness of breath within three weeks of receiving the dose and contact their health provider immediately if they develop any of these side effects. The state will be sending 50,000 doses of Moderna and Pfizer to Chicago within the next seven days in order to help meet demand. Today marks 13 months since the state of Illinois suspended visitation privileges for incarcerated individuals due to the pandemic. WPGU's Tori Gelman reports on the state's plans to reopen correctional centers to visits from friends and family. The Illinois Department of Corrections has implemented phase one of a multi-phase visitation plan for in-person visits at state facilities. Visitation reinstatements began on April 12th and are expanding to additional sites around the state over the next few months. Within Phase 1, each incarcerated individual is allowed two visits per month, and each visitor must be on the visiting list prior to arrival and arrive 10 minutes before their scheduled visit time. The visitation plan also stipulates a strict alternating visit and deep cleaning schedule and stresses the value of outdoor spaces as visiting places in the time of COVID-19. Although there are no age restrictions for visitors, anyone over the age of two will be required to wear a mask throughout the duration of their visit. The IDOC website will be updated daily with visitation information and any changes in the plan that may arise. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. After 11 days, the prosecution on the trial of ex-cop Derek Chauvin rested its case yesterday. Prosecutors called a total of 38 witnesses and showed several pieces of surveillance and police body cam footage in an attempt to prove that George Floyd died due to Chauvin's actions rather than drug abuse, as the defense suggests. The defense's first two witnesses were Michelle Mosing, a retired Hennepin County paramedic, and Scott Creighton, a former police officer, who both testified about Floyd's 2019 drug-related arrest in Minneapolis. Judge Peter Cahill believes the defense should finish its evidence by the end of the week and closing arguments should begin Monday. Chauvin's trial continues as protests ensue about 10 miles north of Minneapolis over the fatal police shooting of 20-year-old Dante Wright at a traffic stop. President Joe Biden announced yesterday that the United States will push the deadline to pull all forces out of Afghanistan to September 11th of this year. Former President Trump had set a deadline of May 1, 2021, for full troop removal last year. The deadline marks 20 years since the terrorist attacks on the United States that led to the initial deployment of troops to Afghanistan. 
It is unclear as of yet whether the United States will be able to meet this deadline and mobilize the remaining 3,500 troops in the country. The removal of U.S. forces in Afghanistan was a condition of the peace deal signed with the Taliban last year, though Afghan security forces have repeatedly asked for more help, more troops, and a longer stay in the country from the U.S. The Chicago Cubs and the St. Louis Cardinals both competed yesterday, with the Cubs beating the Milwaukee Brewers 3-2 and the Cardinals destroying the Washington Nationals 14-3. In the Cubs' win, catcher Wilson Contreras launched a game-winning two-run home run in the eighth inning, and the bullpen combined for five scoreless innings and just one hit. The Cardinals' bats jumped to life in their blowout win, with four players picking up three runs batted in. The game was essentially over by the fifth inning as the Cardinals put up nine runs in the inning to open up a double-digit lead. With the wins, the Cubs and Cardinals both snapped three-game losing skids. Both teams close out their respective series today, with the Cardinals game starting at 12.15 and the Cubs game getting underway at 12.40 Central Time. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone.